Welcome to Leadership Requested. I'm your host, Jen Rebar. Thanks for listening. After the pandemic hit, the world was more disconnected than ever before. My daughter Juliana and I wanted to help, so we started this podcast to empower leaders with encouraging messages from around the world. We both love hearing people tell their heartfelt stories and have a passion for learning. Join us every Wednesday as a unique leader comes on our show to talk with us and share their story of how they use leadership to make their slice of the world a better place. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you enjoy listening to our show, subscribe to our channel, give us a review, and let us know what you think. Remember, your leadership has been requested. Are you ready? Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and being willing to share your story about leadership and your journey to how you got where you are. So if you could do me the honor of introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your leadership story. Sure. Thank you very, very much for having me on. It's a real pleasure and honor. Um, so my name is Rod Bourne, and I am uh, a 14-year veteran of human resources. I tell people that's why I have no hair anymore. Um, that was my first career. And then I had the privilege of working at a local college uh, on the non-credit business side, developing programs for them. Did that for about a dozen years. And then uh, a few years ago, started up my own leadership consulting business. And I've had an organic coaching business grow from that and am writing a book. Uh, I feel like I've kind of come of age. Um, and I believe the adage, everybody's got a book in them. Uh, originally, it was going to be about all of the uh, knucklehead interviews, I should say interviews of, of, of knuckleheads uh, that I had to do <laughs> through the years in human resources. Uh, you know, 30, 40, and 50 year olds acting like three and four year olds that can't get along in the sandbox, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, you know, I, and I was going to call the book, What Were You Thinking? Because that, <laughs> that's what I would say, Jen, to them. I, I became, I'll admit, I became very jaded towards the end of my human resources career. Yeah. And I, and I would ask people, so Jim, before I fire you, I have one last question. You know, when, when your coworker, you know, bent over and you said something about her purple thong and how sexy it was, I have one question for you, Jim, what were you thinking? <laughs> Jim would give this explanation that would like, you know, wipe the slate clean and make everyone understand. That. And I was just like, so as I was writing the book, it dawned on me that this is, it's not just about the stupid exploits that people do every day. It's about leadership and making good decisions. And unfortunately, sometimes lack thereof. Right. And so, you know, that's, and, you know, I've, I've reached the 50 mile marker in my life and I've been around enough that I, think that I've got a couple of answers to life and I'm in a position where I know I don't know everything, but I do know some things. And if there's things that I can pass along to people, um, I really want to do that because as I've heard in a couple of your earlier podcasts, people talk about the importance of mentoring. Mentoring is huge to me. Uh, you know, if, if there's one thing I could pass along to everybody, it's, you know, find and be a mentor, both. Um, and it'll make your world so much easier. And that's kind of just what I cycle things along. You know, from, from a young kid, I've always enjoyed um, the opportunity to be, be in teams, but 
also be by myself and think about, okay, what is it that I want to do to, you know, take the next step, whether it's to make the varsity soccer team or to start my own business or whatever it's been throughout my life. And I think a lot of my success has been because um, at key moments, I've had uh, mentors who have kind of guided me along the way. And it wasn't always like that. And I remember those ouch years, very, <laughs> very, um, very vividly still. I mean, even yeah. though they were, you know, 25 years ago, I remember them very vividly when I didn't have what I really needed and just has really made a huge impact on me and what I try to do these days. So how did you, I like how you really changed the negative kind of burned out vibe that you had and the Mm -hmm. comedic factor that you used to cope with that to kind of the positive leadership version as you were getting that out in writing. Um, What is the name of your book and what was the new frame of reference or perspective that you used? Sure. So uh, the the book actually came before, the idea of the book came before um, my consulting business and both are called Downset Lead. And... Uh, it kind of has a, so the book it's, is about the chronology of leadership. You know, if a person suddenly finds themselves in a situation where they've been hired on as a new supervisor, um, you know, how to take a really quick look at what's going on around you, even before you get into the organization, what to do to prepare yourself, and uh, then how to take steps in a chronological fashion so that by the end of the book, you are hopefully leading a high-performing team that really doesn't need you in much more than a mentor capacity at that point. Mm-hmm. And it's got a football motif to it because uh, I like football and, you know, it's kind of fun to have sports references in there. I think I get that mm-hmm. not everybody's in sports or football, but, <laughs> you know, can't write it for everybody. Right. Um, so, so that's what it's about. Nice. And so you you mentioned that you have your company as well. Mm-hmm. So it really became a whole like passion part of your life. Absolutely. Like I said, you know, I came to the realization that, you know, it's obviously not a perfect world. Um, there are some wonderful, wonderful people out there who are leading teams. There are some really bad people out there leading teams. But the majority, I think, Jen, are people who mean to do well and for the most part do a fairly decent job, Mm -hmm. but we could all use help. And a lot of it, I think, stems from lack of confidence um, and a stronger desire to be liked or and uh, to uh, avoid conflict. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I see just with, again, with my skill set and my experience, I'm really good at helping lead people and lead organizations around that. So I, I can give a quick example. Um, one of my current clients uh, is a company that the senior vice president bought out the president and along with a couple other VPs, um, they you know, purchased the whole of the company and they were, they knew that they needed to make some changes. And so they rang me up and I had a nice long talk with them. I actually interviewed the entire, um, the, the entire staff. Uh, so that took a while, but I got everybody's feedback and I start to, started to see themes. And 
the themes for the most part seem to back up what the new owners saw as, okay, here's here are strengths, here are weaknesses, here are things that we need to do. And it's not uncommon for a consultant to come in and just verify, yes, what you're seeing is, or what you think you're seeing is what's actually going on. But the other portion of that is getting them to act on the things that are most important. So for example, I, I'm a firm believer in hire slowly, fire quickly. And if you have a really bad egg, somebody who is one of those, you know, 15, 20% of the workforce population or just population in general, who is just a jerk, <clears throat> understand as a leader that the other 85% of the workforce is praying for that mythical bus to hit them on the way to work so they no longer <laughs> show up. And karma doesn't work that way, Jen. It yeah. just doesn't. You know, that that jerk's going to keep showing up and showing up and showing up and showing up. And the the right thing typically to do is first you you explain to the person who's being difficult. Here are the issues. Here's how we need you to behave. Here's what we need you to produce. These are the fair expectations. Everybody lives to these standards. We expect you to live to those standards. Do you understand? And they will hopefully say yes, because because when a person's not performing correctly, and this is whether it's, you know, they aren't making production or their behavior is wrong or whatever it is, you have to assume it's one of two things. It is because they don't know what the expectation is or they refuse to perform to expectation. And you have to always, I think, Jen, assume that's the first one that I as the supervisor, I as the business owner did a crappy job of explaining expectations. And so, okay, Jim, we're going to sit down and explain to you the process or the expected behaviors mm -hmm. and need you to understand what they are, sign off on it. Okay, yes, I went through the training, boom, boom, boom. Okay, great. So the second time that Jim doesn't do what's necessary, you know that Jim knows what the expectation is. And it's a lot easier for you to say, Jim, it's just not working out. You know, here's, you know, your vacation time. Here's your PTO. Um, always, always, always. It, it, when you release somebody, I think, Jen, it costs less than $250. And it's $250 well spent. You probably do it for $200 or less. Is get that person an outplacement um, professional, someone who can write a resume so that they can immediately get started on whatever the next step of their life is. So that when they're leaving, they have something forward to look to, as opposed to a grudge, Rod firing him, Jen letting him go. Um, and meanwhile, when that person, when Jim leaves, everybody's like, yay, Jen rocks. She's awesome. She got rid of that jerk that was, you know, and, and everything goes up, you know, it's that rising tide that, you know, the, the boat goes up it's addition by some, by subtraction. And that was a very long, um, you know, story explanation as to, you know, one of the things that they needed to address at, at this company, I told them, you know, you've got somebody who they need to go period. They're, they're a cancer to your organization, they need to go. And meanwhile, I'm looking across the table and I, I had purposely brought in, I, I said, we need to have the head of HR here. And she came in and she, 
she was just like nodding her head the entire time and like whispering to me, I've been telling them this. But sometimes you just, and it's not that we're necessarily any smarter. I mean, in some cases we are, we, you know, we, we just seen more and done a lot. But, you know, the, the, the person who's, you know, in, in head of, uh, at the head of HR knows what's supposed to be going on, knows what needs to happen, but they're usually not given the same level of um, weight at the yeah. table, even if they're invited to the table. So, um, and I can't, you know, as a consultant, I can't make them fire this guy. Mm-hmm. I can just say, it's in your best interest to let this person go, you know, and we can talk about the options. You know? Right. That's what you're there to do is consult, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But at the end of the day, you know, you can lead that horse to water, but you can't make him drink, John. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's always hard to let someone go, but it, when it, it does affect that team, it's yeah. kind of the one versus the many. And it, I do like what you said about um, having resources there for that, that person to help them transition into that next phase. Because if, if they are um, perhaps unhappy, that could be the cause of why they're perhaps making the rest of the team unhappy too. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, it's obviously not a good fit for some reason. So being able to get in there and um, investigate is, you know, let's find out what's going on at least right. And, right. and transition and, and, and make and a decision. Yeah. And and I, I do a lot of talks and quite often I talk about when is the last time you, you've talked to your people? You know, when is the yeah. last time you took time out? And the thing that is key to me, and it's especially more important, I think, Jen, higher up the the ranks you are you have to have blocked out time to meet with yourself where you shut the door if you've got an assistant please don't let anyone interrupt me and whether it's pulling down and dusting off the strategic plan in the binder that you put up there two years ago or it is pulling out um files on people um and just updating okay the last time i spoke with jen was three months ago and at that time her cat was sick and her daughter was getting ready to graduate college and you know these are all of the things that are going on in jen's life i need to get back in touch with jen and find out how her cat is and ask her you know how the graduation with for her daughter went um Mm -hmm. and those things so and when jen sees jim coming down the hall Jen's not afraid. Oh my gosh, here comes the boss. What's he want to talk about? Be like, yay, here comes the boss. He's going to talk to me. Boss cares. He knows. And, and, you know, that's what's really, really so important, I think, is that you've got to know what's going on in your people's lives. Mm-hmm. If you know what's going on in their lives, you know, and, and I don't think that people expect you to fix it. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. you've got a wand that you can wave and suddenly all the marital problems have gone away or suddenly, you know, your dog's not sick anymore. But at least Jim knows what's going on in my life. Right. And, you know, and, and if something comes up, I can just say, you know, um, it's, you know, you know, we, we're going to go get a new cat, you know, or whatever. (laughs) And Jim's like, gotcha, go get a good one. Um, And, and that's what employees want and need. And even though, you know, we're in a much different time, um, you know, that being one where we're recovering from COVID, one where, you know, everyone can work out of the, you know, off of the phone in their hand. It still comes down to what is the relationship you have with your people? How often are you right. talking with them? And what are you doing to strengthen that relationship? 
And sometimes, Jen, uh, and, 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 and quite often the cases, I think, I mean, we are all on our journey. We are all on our journey and we're lucky enough to be able to spend a little bit of time with one another before we move on. Mm-hmm. And I think what, what I really try to preach is make the time that you are with your people as enjoyable as possible so that when they move on, they're going to be like, you know what? I had such a great time working with Rod. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm beyond that job. Now I've got more skills. I'm on to the next level. Boom, boom. But let me tell you, working with Rod, working at Downset Lead, it was awesome because Rod cared. Rod knew what was going on. You know, he walked the talk. And that's what my goal is. I'm not saying that I do that every day. <laughs> I try. <laughs> you know, we all wake up and have bad coffee <laughs> and mm-hmm. react accordingly. But that's what's so important, I think, is for is, is to know who is on your team and what's going on in their life. People are certainly the most important. And speaking of people, how do people get in touch with you? How do they find out how to work with you? What um, Here's your chance for your 30-second plug. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Um, I love uh, connecting with people on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. so they can look me up there. And again, my name is Rod, as in hot, golden, or lightning. Rod. <laughs> Last name is Born, as in Jason's older brother, but no <laughs> E at the end. So it's Rod Born. Perfect. Look me up on LinkedIn um, and or uh, on our, our website, Downset Lead. Awesome. And I'll put all that in the notes so people can click and, and be able to contact you and reach you there. I appreciate so that. I appreciate you coming on and sharing with us and uh, everybody go out by the book and click and connect with Rod, please, for all that good advice. Like what you hear? Become a supporter of Leadership Requested. Subscribe to the Leadership Requested podcast. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for listening and catch us next Wednesday on Leadership Requested. Your leadership has been requested. Are you ready?